Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to interview small cap executives about recent important press releases. With us today, happy to have him for the first time, Ryan Hogan. He's the new CEO of Moda Ventures, trades on the CSE under the stock symbol MOTA for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under 1WZ and for our friends in the US, PEMTF. Now, for those of you who are new to the story, and it's going to be a lot of you because Moda is a pretty new company. We know that the cannabis industry is going through a tough time. And we know that's in the state of flux. But Moda is a revenue-generating, EBITDA-positive, direct-to-consumer, e-commerce retailer of CBD products. How big? Combined 2019 revenues are sitting around $29 million with EBITDA of about $3.6 million and a customer base of 142,000 customers. A lot of that is thanks to an aggressive acquisition and licensing strategy, which has now made the company one of the leaders in online CBD sales in North America. And at a time when the cannabis industry is suffering on the public market side, Moda is a breath of fresh air. Here to talk to us about his new appointment as CEO is Ryan. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hi there, George. It is an absolute pleasure and I'm honored to be with you today. I'm so excited and looking forward to this appointment as CEO of Moda and just honored to kick this off with you, my friends. Hey, great to have you on because as everyone's about to find out, and if they read the press release, but if they're about to find out, you have an incredible track record of success and, and we love having you guys on. So, you know, congratulations on your appointment. It's well-deserved. You are the president of Unified Funding, an incredibly successful, you know, standalone private company that sold off. Uh, one of its nice assets, First Class CBD, uh, that's responsible for most of the revenue numbers I just took, uh, spoke about uh, earlier in my intro. How did you create such a CBD uh, e-commerce monster when everybody and their mom has tried to get into this space and just fallen flat? It has been an absolute incredible journey of a lot of hard work. And the CBD brand that we created, First Class CBD, is really not that old. We launched it in 2018. It's been a segment that I've been following personally because of some personal use of the product and the health scare that I had that kind of redirected my career that got me into natural health products. So I had been surveying the product category for quite some time. And as federal regulation in the United States was changing, primarily in 2018, the time became proper to finally launch our foray into CBD. Now, we wouldn't have been able to do that, and we wouldn't have been able to be as successful as we are if it weren't for the years and years and years of experience prior to that right. in building e-commerce brands and e-commerce technology. Yeah, and there's no way, uh, and that goes back to my point about that 
so many people have tried just falling on their face because they thought they could take advantage or get into a hot market, but it's not that simple. You, uh, and I think this is going to be important before we, we talk about um, uh, first class specifically, you have a track record of success. You had, you launched over a hundred health fitness medical device products. You've sold it and partnered with the likes of Boeing, Daimler, uh, even the Lakers from the NBA, from the NBA. And if I'm not mistaken, unified in that whole process, you created a customer, uh, a customer database of 4.5 million customers, uh, $200 million sales. And over a million of those are, are paying customers. What's your competitive advantage? How did, what's the secret sauce, uh, that led to that kind of success that then translated into successes at first class CBD? You know, it all really started, and, and I won't talk too much about this right now, but it started with just being instilled when I was very young by my grandfather and my father, who were entrepreneurs. And it was just outworking and outthinking everybody else. But without outworking everyone else, you really have nothing. And as I moved from the first segment of my career in medical devices, health products, into e-commerce starting in 2010, 2011, it was building the right technology and really having the right components to make e-commerce functional and profitable because so many people enter this space and specifically in oh, yeah. CBD over the last, you know, especially 12 months, everybody believes they can start a shop online they can source some product and they can just somehow set up a website and a Shopify store. Yeah. A Shopify store. And they don't, they haven't learned the lessons. They haven't done the work like myself and my partners have to create what we had in unified funding, which during my tenure, we grew, it was about five times in terms of top line revenue. And we created the right technology to be able to monitor all of the KPIs, which I would bore you, George, and I would bore all of the people listening to this podcast. You'd have which the KPIs, worst KPIs, by the way, is key performance indicators for everyone. That's right. What's a KPI? I, 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 could, I could keep you here for eight hours boring you with all of the KPIs that we look at for e-commerce businesses. And the reason we look at these is because it, it typically comes from things we've learned over the years of managing and creating brands in beauty products, in diet nutritional products, in essential oils. We've really created so many brands for ourselves and clients. We've used that time to learn what it takes to be successful. And a lot of people will come to me, you know, especially since we have join the wonderful people at Moda, they've come to me and they've said, wow, you're so fortunate to, to grow so rapidly, but nobody knows how much time and how much money over so many years went into yeah. being ready for this incredible opportunity. And, and really, George, it almost gives me shivers as I talk to you about it, of the convergence of what we built the trials, the lessons, and everything that we did for so many years with this incredible opportunity in CBD to be able to help people, to be able to provide a product that works and that can really change people's lives. 
it's really the great convergence of a great product, great technology, and a lot of work. It's just absolutely incredible. Well, it's a win-win if you can create an incredible business at the same time helps people, right? Exactly. I got I to tell you, that's, 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 mm -hmm. a, that's a great win-win for you. And I'll tell you what excites me about, and look, for everyone at home, uh, Ryan was appointed CEO on Saturday morning at you know five o'clock in the morning by press release, and this is Monday, and this is the first time we're speaking, so it's not as if we're you know um, um, uh, softballing all this. But what I really love about what you just said, because you just taught me something, you know, because you just taught me something about about, Un about Unified is, it's not necessarily the CBD product that's your entire competitive advantage, and I'm sure you do have that. What excites me about what you just said is you have an e-commerce proven system that should, by all intents and purposes, help Moda continue to grow uh, in the USA for years to come. Uh, it might, it, it, is, is that, do you think that's your primary competitive advantage? Is it, the e, is it your e-commerce abilities? Uh, versus just the product. And again, nothing, nothing negative against the product. Obviously, I'm sure, sure. it's a product, but that excites me about your e-commerce e e capabilities. That, that's exactly right. And it really translates to other markets and even additional products that we want to launch underneath the Moda umbrella. And, and yes, I mean, and, and that's why I love the role that I have is because and you look at my my career and my resume. I, I've been in health, medical devices, and health you know natural health products my entire career. So I'm naturally product first. I grew up in a manufacturing business. I've had manufacturing companies. That part is very important to me. And, and like you said, I don't want to underscore how important this product is. The product that we do source everything is tested it's gm gmp facilities we know the the supply chain so that's very important to me and and one big caveat of doing this this transaction with moda was i wanted to be able to make sure that we'll be able to innovate with product and we'll be able to have the right supply chain because as we've shown we are able to grow businesses very rapidly but the product is secondary to our ability to acquire customers, right. not only in the United States, but all over the world, and make sure that these customers get their product on time, they're, they're happy, and that it drives profitability for Moda. That's the most important thing that our e-commerce engine, as I like to call it, some people call it an ecosystem, we'll probably need to formalize, you know, what we're really going to call that, either an engine or an ecosystem. I'm a car guy, so I like to call it an engine. Sure. So I uh, like for now, part. we'll call it an engine, and uh, we'll, we'll continue to use that engine in any opportunity we have with Moda in any segment in any market. Well, the press release uh, announcing the acquisition is now starting to make even more sense when you look at a couple of elements. And I don't know how many people picked up on it, but one thing I picked up on right away was the bonus to unify, to unify that could be as high as $15 million if revenues uh, hit milestones. $42 million is $5 million, $52 million is another $5 million, $62 million in revenue is another five million. When I first looked at that, I said, man, how long would it take to get there? I'm wondering why this is in the press release, but quite clearly now, there is a reasonable basis for believing 
that one, some, or all of those milestones are possible given the e-commerce engine uh, you have. And that should, that should make shareholders at home pretty happy to hear. We're not saying it's going to happen, but uh, you've got to have a high level of confidence to build that into the acquisition terms, right, Ryan? Most definitely. I like to set high goals. I mean, we, we did it already in 2019, and that was just private with very minimal funding. So we know what we can do. And uh, I don't know if a lot of listeners know, but the revenue that we generated under first class CBD in 2019 was primarily from the United States. It was 98, right. 99% from the United States. So we've only just, just begun um, to really be able to penetrate new markets. And, you know, we, we needed that support from, um, from Moda and from people who will allow us the opportunities and give us the support to really enter a market properly because we're, we're not going to enter into a new market, whether it's a, a product vertical or an international market if we don't have the right resources, the right supply chain, and the right customer support um, on the ground. So on the question of expansion, um, expansion to Europe looks like uh, something that's important to the company from what I'm reading the press releases. Uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about that and then I might circle back to the U.S. when that's done just to find out what sure. more, because uh, obviously that's such a big market and I think you're just scratching the surface there. But just to change it up a bit, uh, you've got this, you've got this uh, joint venture with Satavita, which is pretty strong in Spain, Portugal, Australia, Germany, France, the U.K., which are, which are, big, which are big markets. What are you guys planning for, for Europe? Because uh, naturally I see you bringing in your capabilities and making everybody just stronger. Yeah, that's exactly right. And we've proven not in CBD, uh, but with our e-commerce engine, we've proven over the years that we can be effective in selling in foreign markets. So um, it, it's important for your listeners to know that we have experience in selling throughout Western Europe. We've sold products into Australia. We've even sold into South Africa. We've done a little bit in Asia. And those products were primarily beauty products or nutritional supplements. So our, our engine and our platform is ready for international expansion. Our CRM can handle multi-currency transactions. Uh, we have translation services. We already have all of that ready when we need to enter into a foreign market. But I think the partnership with Setavita, which is so important for us, is when we enter a market and we want to grow, let's say as large as we feel we can, let's say in Spain and UK or throughout Western Europe, we need to make sure that we have the right supply chain ready to go. And with CBD being regulated in the way it is, it's not something that we can enter a market without the right counsel, the right certifications and the right partner. So, when we learned of Satavita as we were going through the process of looking at the opportunity being acquired by Moda, for me, that was a really, really important factor that that will allow us to move into that market much more rapidly than I would feel comfortable doing it alone. And if you look at my background, I, I have a lot of international experience. In my, my first 10 years of business, 
I, I grew my medical device company by entering over 21 new markets. Wow. And I did that through partnerships. And um, I learned that through the School of Hard Knocks, but also through my postgraduate degree at the Thunderbird School, where it was two years of education of how to enter foreign markets. And this is exactly in my wheelhouse. And, and that's why the, the people behind Satavita, the, the product I'm very excited about, and I just feel like it's a natural entry to move into the EU much more rapidly than we could have done it alone. You know, it's almost as if you're reading my mind. I'm not kidding when you're giving that answer about two years of learning about how to enter foreign markets, because while you're speaking, uh, you know, it's not easy to enter the American, North American market, primarily USA. Um, it's not easy, but it's an entire market that's one language. Uh, and that makes it a lot right. easier if you're going to attack a market. I was, while you were talking, I was saying to myself, I can't imagine trying to take Agoracom and expand into Europe, which means I got to go into you know, the UK, Germany, France, different languages, different rules, different regulations. Uh, that's got to be such a daunting task, but I guess that's also a massive competitive advantage for Moda now, having someone like you on board that can actually make that happen. Most definitely. And, and that's actually, you know, a requirement in anything I do in my career is it has to have a natural health product has to be helping people and there has to be international expansion. I really enjoy that process. I understand that process and I'm going to make sure that we do, obviously we have very large goals, but I'm going to make sure we do everything responsibly and that we, we enter markets carefully and we test properly before we really turn up the customer acquisition spend. But as I've already proven in, in my experience, once we have the metrics that we're comfortable with, we're able to grow very rapidly. And we look forward to doing that in multiple countries here in 2020 and beyond. Well, very rapidly is almost an understatement. Uh, earlier in the interview, you said that First Class CBD was formed in 2018. And look at the right. unbelievable success. What's that? that that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's daunting and mind-blowing. That, that's scary success. But I got to tell you, as a shareholder now of Moda, that really excites me. So let me circle back to the last market. Uh, you know, which we talked about first, but I want to talk about more is the U.S. market. Obviously, that's a monster. Um, can you continue? Uh, is 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 competition more daunting in the U.S. because a lot of people are trying to to get to it? And does that worry at all? Or are you pretty confident that you're going to be able to continue growing just because you have this e-commerce advantage and with such a massive customer base now? If you just keep putting more products in that pipeline. If you've you already got George as a customer and I'm buying one or two CBD products from you, I've got to presume as you come out with more and more products, you're already starting off with a set customer base. Uh, how big can the U.S. get for, uh, for first-class CBD? The U.S. market is highly competitive, as everyone knows. We see new entrants pop into the space you know, every single day. I mean, I, I don't have any data to, to really reference right now, but I would say 
you know, there in, in 2019, we've seen hundreds of brands enter the market, set up a shop, and, you know, they really are not able to acquire customers. So it's very fragmented. There's some very large brands that I respect, you know, greatly. So the market's still fragmented, but I think with the power of CBD and the way that we're able to incorporate it into new products in the future for the U.S. market, I, I believe that we have a very, very, very wide open market because of the engine that we have. Because, you know, first and foremost, the product, like I've said, it's important, but we, we don't lead with product and that's with customer acquisition. I believe there's so many customers in the United States and we really target and segment the beginners and the moderate, um, the moderate consumers, the people that are looking for a solution. They've heard of CBD and they need a way to get started. We've got some good information that comes with our product. Our product is easy to use. It's easy to purchase. And then it's also very easy to reorder. So I think we'll continue to see from our existing subscribers. We'll, we'll see those people continue to um, acquire the product. And I think we'll see them also buy new products from us. But then again, it, it just comes down to new customer acquisition. So I believe that there are way, way more customers entering this market in the United States every single day. And I'm very confident in the projections that we have put together for the U.S. market. Um, we're, we're very successful in our acquisition strategies right now. We haven't really seen, you know, too many headwinds with what we're doing. And that's really our competitive advantage is we're able to get to, to more customers, more eyeballs than any other brand. Ron, I'm going to tell you something. I've had over 300 customers uh, in the public market space. And I've looked at four or 5,000 companies. Uh, I can tell you within, within three days of having read your resume and the press release spoken to you today in this interview that um, you're, and, and, and this is for everyone at home listening, especially Moda shareholders, you are in the uh, 99th percentile of CEOs running uh, small cap companies, uh, especially you know, CBD cannabis related companies. And I'm blown away by what you've accomplished. And I really can't wait to see what you're going to be able to pull off for everybody over the next 12, 24, 36 months. I think that's important for everyone at home too, but you've, you've heard what Ryan had to say, and it's hard uh, not to be, not to be blown away, forgot about impressed by that. And Ryan, I, you know, I'm not trying to toot your horn, but I know how difficult e-commerce is. And, you know, Gorecom has had its success, but it's tough. It's a grind. People think, you know, you open a Shopify store and you make money. It doesn't work that way. Uh, and knowing what I've done and then seeing the scale that you've hit, man, it just paints a great picture for this company going forward. So there's a lot more we can talk about, but we won't steal all the thunder in one interview. Um, I almost guarantee that you're going to be back a lot more because I have to think that uh, on my own, the natural inference has to be that new products are going to be coming on board, new markets are going to be happening, all sorts of new growth items are going to be taking place and, and you'll, be, you'll be back a lot. But I'm going to leave last word to you for uh, all the Moda shareholders at home who, are, who have been introduced to you for the first time. Um, 
as to what you, uh, how you feel about the next 20, 12, 24 months and beyond. Well, George, just want to thank you again for this opportunity to speak with you this morning. And I'm absolutely honored to be in the role that I'm in. And it's a huge testament to the hard work that I put in in my career to be ready for this journey ahead. And also, you know, to my partners in First Class and Unified that have alongside with me built this incredible engine that has provided us this opportunity now to uh, take what we built in 2019 and expand internationally, expand with new products. So I'm very, very, very bullish on the future for Moda and to all of the existing shareholders. I'm absolutely honored to be your CEO and I'm looking forward to working with all of you. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to work very hard. I'm going to work tirelessly every single day, uh, 24-7. I'm going to work hard to grow this business and to take advantage of what I feel is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity with the CBD market, with what we've built over so many years to really take this globally and create a fantastic company that really makes a major impact, not only for the shareholders, but for each and every consumer that we have and every customer. Brian, that's a, that's a great concluding statement. I'm not going to add anything else. Thanks for joining us today. It has been our honor to have someone uh, with such great pedigree, such great success, a history of success and execution, especially in e-commerce. Uh, to have them on our show and to have you uh, leading Moda. For everyone at home, you've been listening to Ryan Hogan. He's the new CEO of Moda Ventures. Trades on the CSC under the stock symbol Moda, M-O-T-A, fantastic symbol. For our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under 1WZ and for our friends in the U.S. under P-E-M-T-F. You've heard what Ryan had to say. Now you've got to go out and do even more due diligence. Get to Agoracom, punch in the company's name or stock symbol, Take a look at the profile information and listen to this interview again. The great thing about it is you can listen to it either through YouTube because uh, today wasn't video, but we, we've got the imagery that's been taking place or get to us uh, on your favorite podcast, Spotify, Google, Apple, the rest of the podcast and listen to it again in your car uh, because there are great things going on at Moda. The future looks bright and we want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen in and wish you all a fantastic day. See you next time.